we have over 200 hormones in the human body, and these serve like messengers. So our hormone health is connected to everything from our skin, you know, our hair, nails, digestive system. How is birth control, painkillers, and antidepressants the only solution out there for women? Welcome to The Well Drop. We're your hosts. I'm Dina Wismer. And I'm Amber Berger. Each week, we share drops of wellness wisdom and actionable tips that won't add stress to your already packed schedule. Today on The Well Drop, we are talking all things cycles, and I mean menstrual cycles. A few years ago, I was having some really painful periods, some really intense PMS symptoms, and didn't really understand until I did a little bit of research that that meant that my cycle was out of balance. And I had to learn even more about it when I found out that my teenage daughter's hormones were also out of balance and her cycles, which I thought was normal for a 14-year-old, were also very irregular and very intense when they did come. I started to learn more about what it meant for our menstrual cycles to be out of balance and what that meant for our health and how that was connected to our overall well-being. So today we welcome Lulu, who is the founder of Elix, which it focuses on holistic healing for unbalanced cycles and brings our bodies into our harmonious balance uh, so we can live our best lives. And uh, we're so grateful she's here and so excited to learn from her today. Thank you so much for coming. Hi, Dina. Hi, Amber. Thank you so much for having me. My whole mission is to empower people to feel more connected to their bodies. How can I be friends with my cycle, my symptoms, listen, tune in? And it was really my own journey with a roller coaster of emotions and headaches, fatigue, migraines, hair falling out, hormonal acne, bloating, kind of you name it. I felt it and that's what led to Elix and I can't wait to share more. For people who don't know, what does it mean for a menstrual cycle to be out of balance? What what are we talking about when when we say that? Yeah. So I think unlike biohacking for men, where like a male body operates on like a 24-day cycle, our, as women, we're really fortunate that we actually have menstrual cycles and hormones that rise and fall and fluctuate throughout the course of the month. And really what that means is there's an ability for us to tune in and know like when we have that rise in estrogen and when we're getting towards ovulation, that's actually when we are at our peak energy and our skin is glowing and it's actually the best time to get a facial and we can go harder on our workouts and schedule those meetings and activities but then it's natural actually for estrogen and the other hormones to fall during the second half of our cycle as we go towards our period and so it's natural for us to feel a little bit fatigued a little bit more tired maybe a little bit more sensitive and there's a lot of wisdom to that I love that I think that it's so empowering as a female to really tap into understanding your cycle, learning your cycle. And it's funny, Dina and I are in our 40s and we were never taught this as kids. And I think a big mission for us is to really, you know, teach that next generation and that even from before you get your period to right when you get your period. I think society has almost tricked us to believe that we should be at a constant energy level every (laughs) single day of the month and we should go, go, go and just power through everything. And that's not normal. 
you know, it's part of our intuition and our wisdom that um, our estrogen levels actually rise in the first half, like after our period, if everything is balanced, then you actually get a natural boost of energy as you're going towards ovulation. You think about it from a biological perspective, it was because we were trying to attract our mates. And so our skin was like a little bit extra glowy. We have a more energy. We're naturally more radiant. But then as estrogen starts falling and progesterone starts rising, as we're um, in the second half of our cycle, as we're going towards our period, that's when we might naturally feel a bit more tired, a bit more sensitive. It's a good opportunity to tune in and take care of ourselves. That's all normal. What's not normal is when this fluctuation goes out of balance and we start to feel extreme symptoms, like we're talking um, extreme anxiety, feelings of depression, migraines painful period, missing period, irregular periods, you know, periods that come once every couple of months or then disappear for a few months. And, you know, I think in our modern day society, because most of us are not as tuned in to the natural rhythm of our menstrual cycle, we tend to just overlook these signals that our body is giving us. And there's a lot of research about how our menstrual cycles are actually a report card for our overall health. And I love about hacking your body. It's like we naturally do have this wisdom within us and we just have to learn how to tap into it. And once you do, you know that you can plan to do work mode in this part of your cycle at the back end, give yourself a little bit more rest. Don't you know go for that hard hit workout do something a little mm-hmm. bit more restorative. And it's something we've been playing with, you know, in the last year yeah. um, through different apps that are out there, which are amazing to teach us of, you know, t- you know, just connecting back to our cycle. Cause unless you ever connected in the first place, you have no idea. And it's so much more than just, I think, having your period coming regularly. There's so much more wisdom that we can tap into than just the 28 day flow. <laughs> I'm laughing in my, you know, to myself because my, you know, occasionally my, if I'm a little bit more, aggravated, my husband will say, oh, are you about to get your period? Lou, thanks to you, I can now say to him, maybe I am, but that's normal if I'm a little bit more agitated. So I, instead of screaming at him and saying, now say calmly, it's normal. (laughs) <laughs> now that I understand. Yes. And this is part of my cycle. So yes. So thank you. <laughs> well, and you know, Dino, what I find so beautiful about what you said is in Chinese medicine, there is this concept of yin and yang that relates to the hours of the day, the seasons of the year, and our menstrual cycle. So yin, like yin yoga, is the time when we want to prepare for rest and restoration. So when the sun goes down that in a day, that's when yin time starts. Winter is a very yin time. We naturally want to stay home and be warm and feel comforted. Well, in our menstrual cycle, the yin phase is when we're preparing for that bleed. And it's when we naturally, you know, want to take better care of ourselves, slow down, restore. It's also when we're most sensitive. And according to Chinese medicine, that sensitivity is actually our innate intuition and wisdom coming out. So in the yang times of the month, when you're like, go, 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 full of activity and energy, you might have, you know, been a little bit annoyed about something, but then swept it under the rug as you're charging forward. And the yin time, if we take the time to actually slow down, journal, listen to ourselves, it's really our intuition saying, hey, maybe you shouldn't you know, like maybe you don't like that, what someone's saying, or maybe you don't appreciate this energy, or maybe this isn't something you want to continue putting up with. And this is an area where you can make change in your life. 
which I think is so powerful, right? Like we get sensitive because there are things that don't feel good, but you know, other times of the month we may have just continued forward and not paid as much attention. But what if we do slow down and listen and think about where is there opportunity for me to create change and go towards more things that bring me joy and happiness in my life? What would you say is the starting point for somebody who wants to connect back to their cycles? Where should they begin? I love the idea of just noticing your emotions and recording your um, feelings and symptoms throughout the month. So you could do it old school way via a journal. You could do it. There's so many great apps like Clue, Natural Cycles. I love, they all have great features. Um, And you'll start to see trends within yourself. I like to grade myself on a 10 point scale. So every morning, what's my mood? What's my energy? Zero to 10, right? And you just like start to give yourself some of that data and start to notice like, oh, okay, when I'm Let's see, when I'm on my period, maybe my energy and my mood typically is lower. Maybe I'm feeling a bit more fatigued, a bit more anxious, a bit um, more sensitive. But oh, when my period ends, you know, am I still feeling that way? If I'm feeling that way most of the month, then potentially there's a hormonal imbalance. But otherwise, you might start to see the rises and falls and, and then know what to expect. And why does it matter if our cycles are out of balance, if our hormones are not properly balanced? How does that affect the rest of our health? Great question. So Dina, we have over 200 hormones in the human body and these serve like messengers. So our hormone health is connected to everything from our skin, you know, our hair, nails, digestive system, I remember when I was still working in fashion and knew really nothing about hormone health, I went off birth control. Immediately, it was like my my periods became irregular. Um, I was getting them once every you know three weeks. Sometimes they'd go missing for a couple months. Uh, my hair started thinning and falling out. I started getting hormonal acne everywhere, really intense, like bloating or alternating like diarrhea, constipation. I didn't know it at the time, but those were all signals from my body that my hormones were out of whack. Um, and, and then I found out later that I experienced something called um, post-birth control syndrome, where when you know we've been on synthetic hormones for so long and haven't experienced a natural bleed going off the pill could, you know, it's not like it could cause or trigger these things. There's not enough research there, but a lot of the hormonal imbalances that maybe existed from our teenage years, which is why so many people end up going on the pill when they're so young, um, they come back and often with a vengeance. So if the first thing that you notice, I love that tuning into your cycle. I love journaling it. I think it's always so you know, important to like write something down and then apps are so helpful too once you do it. But I, I would advise at least in the beginning for the first two months, write it down to see. And Amber then, loves to journal. I know and that. And then go into the app. An app can like make you think you're supposed to like feel something. So that's why I like the journaling idea first. But then, so say you do your tracking and then you notice, all right, actually, you know, my hormones seem like they're off, like they should be bouncing back. What it would be the next step for somebody at that point? Because typically I think someone will go to their, you know, gynecologist and what would they recommend? 
<sighs> yeah, you know, it's it's tough. And I think this is like a whole separate conversation about our healthcare system and how doctors yeah. get compensated more to perform surgery than to um, really provide that like preventative care, like diet, lifestyle consult. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and it's part of why for Elix, we started offering complimentary health coaching sessions and we brought on board practitioners of Chinese medicine because, you know, I'm a huge believer that there's a lot that we can do from a diet, health, lifestyle, and herbal natural remedies first before we go to pharmaceuticals and invasive surgeries. But unfortunately, in the US, 60% of women are actually prescribed birth control off-label to manage a menstrual symptom. That means Mm -hmm. 60% are not using the pill or a ring or patch as a contraceptive to prevent pregnancy, which is what it was created for, but we're actually using it for our periods and our hormones, which is not what it was created for. And so that really becomes more of a Band-Aid solution. And I think it goes against or it prevents us from really tuning in to what's naturally going on. So how can somebody start once, as Amber noted, if you're journaling and you understand that you're out of balance, what are the first steps that can be taken at home to bring your cycle back into balance? I love that. So um, we actually have a whole blog. Uh, We have several blogs about um, hormonal imbalance and about the symptoms, the signs, what triggers and what you can do. And at Elix, we actually came up with a uh, six pillars approach to holistic healing your hormones. And we looked at the research that existed within um, Western biomedicine and also within Chinese medicine. And these are really the six categories that are evidence-based. And it's funny because the first is actually about connection, the relationship between joy and connection and our overall health and hormone health. So, you know, it's like, am I spending time doing the things um, that give me joy, um, connecting with myself, connecting with loved ones, friends, which I think we really don't talk about enough in the healthcare um, sphere. The second is related to rest. A lot of times we might experience symptoms of estrogen dominance, um, you know, the heavy bleeding, PMS, painful periods, because our bodies just really don't have enough time to rest and recuperate. I think that's why so many people try meditation and they say they fall asleep. (laughs) because their bodies are just so sleep deprived. The third is really about stress response. There's a lot of research about how cortisol, the stress hormone, steals from our other hormones. Us being in a fight or flight state for extended periods of time could really impact. Um, And then we talk about nourishment as it relates to food, also the quality of our breath, movement, so important. And the last one is around environmental toxins. So looking at the things, the chemicals that we might be inadvertently contributing to our hormonal imbalance that could be found, everything from skincare, hair care, to our cleaning supplies. And we talk about that a lot, actually, on the podcast about cleaning up what you're using at home because that can inadvertently you know, affect your, you know, endocrine disruptors, pollutants. Um, I just, you know, is doing an EMF conversation. I love that you're taking that more natural approach. In your experience, do you find, can cycles be off at any time? Because we're sort of in this perimenopause menopause stage. You know, Dina has a teenager. It's a big 
span until you actually, from the time you first get your period until you go into menopause, is there a certain time period that's most common that people's cycles go out of sync or can it happen anytime? I wish there was like, you know, like these are the three times of our lives when our cycles could go out of balance. Our cycles can be out of balance at any age um, from like the first periods um, to when we, after pregnancy, we hear a lot about postpartum um, period and hormone imbalance. Like our periods, you know, a lot of my girlfriends, their periods came back with a vengeance or didn't come back um, or the onset of perimenopause. There's there's kind of a couple different areas that could trigger our cycles beyond a balance. We talked a little bit about stress. Whenever we're in a stressful period of life and cortisol is stealing from the production of our other hormones, that could cause our cycles to go out of whack. The endocrine disruptors you mentioned. I mean, I hate to say it, but alcohol <laughs> and going through periods yeah. where we're uh, we're probably overindulging, drinking more. We actually see the most people sign up for Elix around in the winter time because I think in the winter we're all you know going to parties, celebrating the new year, indulging, and there's comfort foods which are inflammatory. And so it's no surprise in January, February, March, it's like, oh my gosh, like what's going on in my body? I'm in so much pain. I'm feeling so anxious. <laughs> all things lack of sleep blood sugar. I mean, even I, I have a girlfriend recently who, you know, postpartum, she was like working out really hard and she looks phenomenal. She lost 20 pounds, but then her period's been missing for six months. She's like, do you think this is a problem? I was like, Yes. <laughs> I know. It's always, I mean, just our nature, right, in society today. It's such a struggle, the balance. But I think having the constant reminder of, okay, something is off. And I think rest is really a big one. We really just don't want to give ourselves, it's almost we have to give like a forced rest day. <laughs> You know, one day of the weekend, a half a day, whatever it is that you can manage, but it's not easy. There's a reason that many religions have a forced rest day. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be a religious person to understand that that started from something our bodies needed. I think it's something that's valuable. Yeah, I think Um, most of us are learning how to rest and just sit and breathe. It's so hard. Yeah, Yeah. I know. It sounds so basic, but it's really so essential in today's day. Amber, I have to ask you, lately my skin, when I look in the mirror, it feels like it's looking tired and lackluster. Your skin looks amazing. What do you do on a regular basis? What are you doing to glow the way you glow? You want to learn the secret to aging backwards? I discovered (laughs) an amazing company called Young Goose. They are all about a simple skincare system for you to get radiant skin. And I've been using it for over a year and I have never looked back. I find most products don't actually yield results. And all I can do is say, try Young Goose and see what happens and wait for the compliments to start coming in within three months. It's amazing. I'm so excited to try it. How do I find it? You can get a 10% discount code for your first order using WellDrop, and you can find them online at younggoose.com. So aside from the six pillars, what are some other ways that people can try to help balance their cycle if they don't want to use the traditional methods, you know, like a birth control? Yeah. Well, I started Elix because I was looking for something else natural. Like I went back to three different gynecologists, like Fifth Avenue, Park Avenue, like all the best brains. And I was like, 
how is birth control, painkillers, and antidepressants the only solution out there for women? Like, if you look yeah. at the rate of how women have been prescribed antidepressants over the past 10 years, it's like more than doubled. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you know, there are some real chemical imbalances that pharmaceuticals can help with, but that should be like our last resort, not our first resort. And my grandfather actually ran a hospital in China. It was the hospital I was born in. So growing oh. up, I remember whenever I had an upset stomach or cold, it was always like a different bone broth or super fruit tonic. And herbs in Chinese medicine, this idea of food as thy medicine has been around for almost 5,000 years. And that's really what we've tried to modernize and make accessible at Elix. So uh, we have a free online health assessment if anyone wants help tuning in, uh, like Dina has already experienced. It It takes about 10 Mm -hmm. minutes. And we do ask some pretty personal questions about the color of your menstrual blood, um, the size of your clots, your urine, your bowel movement, because in Chinese medicine, anything that's coming out of your body is a clue about what's happening within. And then we take all of that information and basically recommend a blend of herbs that's right for you. Um, And different blend of herbs have different, basically helping to support with different root causes of your symptom. So people with you know, hormonal acne and painful cycles might get a different formula than someone who has an irregular cycle and and also hormonal acne, for example, um, because we're really looking at the patterns that exist within the symptoms combined with your diet and lifestyle. I know I realize that it varies depending on what your needs are and what your answers are to the quiz, but what are herbs that are good to know about in general and that are important to be aware of that are used in the formulas? Yeah, I'm so glad you asked. I actually brought out some of my herbs from the kitchen. Um, So this is Angelica sinensis. It's known as the female ginseng, and it is just rich with so many vitamins and minerals from like B12, iron, folate. It's it's like a women's multivitamin in this one herb uh, with naturally high reoccurring levels of all these minerals. And from a Chinese medicine perspective, it helps to build your internal chi with just your energy source. And it helps to promote blood, healthy blood circulation. So this is one that's in a lot of formulas. It's also an adaptogen, so it helps the body adapt to stress. Another one I really love, this is gardenia. It's a beautiful, it's gardenia pods. This helps with a lot of the symptoms of PMS. We also have white peony root. This is literally the root of a white peony flower. And this, I mean, it's so funny because I feel like herbs kind of look like the things that they help with. This is a very like calming color and this herb has actually a calming effect. So for people who are feeling anxious, issues with sleep, this is a good one. And then we use things that you guys have in your um, kitchen, but on a medicinal level, like this is uh, rou gui, it's cinnamon bark. So it's a little bit different than the cooking cinnamon at the potency that we use. It's also really powerful for helping to move blood and chi, um, but we have like over 20 different pages on our website about every single herb we use. And we try to showcase both the Chinese medicine and the Western medicine biomedical research. Because for Alex, you know, I really wanted to build a brand that was East meets West, science meets holistic. It's not like you have to choose, I believe in holistic stuff, or I believe in science. It's like, no, there's a world in which it coexists. And that's why we're also sponsoring a lot of clinical studies and research in the space. Oh, I mean, that's all music to my ears of, you know, 
having a company that really wants to try to get to the root cause for people. And I think that there is a shift that's happening that so many people have been on the pharmaceuticals for a long time and there's a movement to get off them, but you guys will help give that answer of, okay, so now what, like what's next and what can I do for myself to try to get my cycles in balance? So once somebody gets their cycles in balance, what is a shift that somebody should feel? Are there like three different types of you know, signs that somebody will say, oh, wow, like it's working? Because sometimes these things can be like very subtle that people may not notice them. What would be some clues that would be helpful for somebody trying to balance their cycle? Totally. You know, in Chinese medicine, we talk about these as like root and branch symptoms. Uh, When you're getting to the root cause, sometimes like the root symptoms are the really stubborn things are like the pain and the heavy bleeding, the missing cycles. That might take you know, two to three months, or like we support a lot of people with chronic conditions like endometriosis, PCOS, fibroids, that could take up to six months. We really want to manage expectations. But then there's branch symptoms, which you notice the effects right away. And for some of those branch symptoms, it's things like the color of your menstrual blood. We get a lot of community members saying like, oh my gosh, I just started taking the herbs and I've also cleaned up my diet and started getting more movement in and my period came and it went from being like this really dark, muddy, almost like barbecue sauce with like heavy clots to like a bright shade of red with like smaller clots. Like, you know, I'm still feeling some pain and some anxiety, but like I can literally see the improvement in my menstrual blood or we start seeing things like improved digestive health because there's such a brain gut connection that when we start really getting our hormones in balance usually the digestive health improvements the bowel movements coming more regularly and then I would say things like aches and pains like headaches nausea breast tenderness those things start going down so you know for every person it's different uh, their starting place and the journey that they've been on but these are some of the things like we hear immediately that we get really excited about then Lou, I want to highlight something that you said in there that I think a lot of us don't know is that, it, am I stating correctly, the color of our blood during our cycle should be bright red with small clots. That is the, is that the goal? A hundred percent. And it's like literally like if you think about it, dime or quarter size clots are normal. If you have clots the size of a golf ball and you feel like you're hemorrhaging blood like super tampons every day for like Mm. seven days on end, that is not normal. In terms of the color of the menstrual blood, that points to the root cause in Chinese medicine of what's going on in your body. Um, So that really dark blood could be signs of stagnation. You know, like you you think about if you have a cut or something and the blood dries, like, and it, you know, it looks like really dark in color um, versus if your menstrual blood is like really pale in color, it could be signs of deficiency. Um, So depending on what those signs are, there's different patterns, root causes, and different herbs that would help um, you, which is why we don't believe in a one-size-fits-all approach with herbs. And that's also why we offer health coaching, because for most community members, the herbs are really potent, but there's also this whole diet and lifestyle component to help sustain the positive impacts. Yeah. And I love that you said about, you know, also tempering people's expectations in terms of the timing. We're such an instant gratification society and we just want, you know, one pill to fix it and it will go away. But the truth is like for something to happen and for it to really work, it takes time and you have to be patient with yourself and with your body 
And that if you give it that time, say it's three months, six months, like you basically set yourself free for the rest of your life, but it's just getting through the, you know, whatever that time period is, which is a challenge. And yes, of course, we acknowledge it's not easy, but it'll make so much more easier down the road. And I think it's such a liberating feeling, you know, to have that, you know, the after effects um, of really like you're nurturing and caring for yourself in such a different way. And there's such a shift and you definitely aside from, you know, the symptoms part, like, I think as a person, you start to feel that you're like caring for yourself and giving yourself like this big hug, essentially. And I like that you're talking about the color of your, you know, period, you know, we're big fans of, you know, period cups. And I think for me, that was my first experience of like, truly, yes, of course, you could see it in a tampon. But when you use a cup or a disc, it is a whole life-changing experience of interacting with your cycle. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was mind-blowing to me. And I think that if, people are have questions or aren't sure and feel like something's off like that's a great place to start of just actually looking and knowing your color and then doing some research to find out what does that mean and then to help themselves yeah 100% um, Amber I think it's so important and as a society again we've been taught like period blood is gross like don't look Mm -hmm. at it but it's like it's actually such a huge biometric for us as women like I'm actually really excited there's a female healthcare company out there that's looking at um, taking your menstrual blood and running blood tests um, and looking at the biomarkers so you know it's like there's a lot of healthcare data in here like why are we not looking at it. And Amber, I love what you said about how when we tune in and when we can help give ourselves the time and space to heal, we can really set ourselves free. And that is one of the biggest shifts I see with our community members in that it's not just about the symptoms. It's not just about the pain, the anxiety. It's about what shifts can we make in life when we no longer accept that we have to live and feel this way and be in so much discomfort and pain? Like with one of our community members in Oklahoma, I remember she had endometriosis and for like over 10 years, she went to 21 different specialists. They would tell her, oh my gosh, you're being a sissy. You're being a wuss. The pain's on your head. You're being dramatic. And she kind of knew that wasn't true, that there was something deeper going on. And it took her 10 years to get the diagnosis. But then once she got the diagnosis, she was like, well, I don't, you know, like what, what is there to help me? And when she used to and it took a while. She used to for about eight to 10 months along with some of the other diet and lifestyle changes. But once she started feeling better and she wasn't bedridden every month, she told us that's when she started looking at other areas of her life. She was like, I don't actually want to be with this guy that I'm dating. He doesn't treat me very well. Why do I keep putting up with this? So she broke up with the guy and then she was working for her family business, which was like a meat processing plant. She's like, I don't even like me. I don't believe in what we're doing. She's like, I don't really want to work with my dad and my brother anymore. More. I want to study nutrition. I want to empower other women. I want to help them like feel how good that I feel. And so she made all these huge life changes and set herself on a whole new path to live the life that she felt proud of and energized by, all because she, you know, believed in herself since she finally healed her chronic symptoms. These things don't, they don't happen overnight. And medication may seem like it gives you an immediate fix, but it's really just masking symptoms that won't go away unless you address the root cause of the problem. So the stories like the one you just mentioned are so powerful. It blows my mind. We're serving women ages 14 to like early 50s. 
you know, when we talk about hormonal imbalances and cycles, like we actually, we support a lot of mothers and daughters at the various life stages. And so I, I think it's actually, you know, one of those things where there's a beautiful opportunity to have those conversations because society does condition us from a very young age. I've been fascinated with finding solutions to root cause of problems for many, many years now. And yet my daughter would still love the quick fix. It's a process for all of us to, to de- decondition our brains from this Im- immediate gratification that we have surrounding us all the time. If you could leave our listeners with one drop of wisdom on top of that beautiful drop, what, what would it be? What would you like them to leave this conversation with? So I think about like all the women out there who feel like we are stuck in a life that we deserve better than, and we're stuck in a body that we feel like could could be healthier and could feel better. And it's like, if we could give ourselves that time and space to heal, what else is possible? Lou, that's such a beautiful, beautiful note to end on. Thank you so much for listening to this episode at The Well Drop. Please subscribe and leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at The Well Drop. We're so excited. We just launched our newsletter. Don't forget to subscribe at thewelldrop.com. We have so much more to share with you there, and we look forward to being in touch. The Well Drop podcast and content posted by Amber Berger and Dina Wismer is presented solely for general informational, educational, and entertainment purposes. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast or website is at the user's own risk. It is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a physician, professional coach, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical or mental health condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered health advice. The WellDrop is not responsible for any losses, damages, or liabilities that may arise from the use of this podcast.